Life Audio. Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. And on every show, we're going to take a little time out of our day to pause and breathe to rest and refresh with God together. I'm so glad you're here. We are in week three of our Stress Less Breathe Lent Soul Care Retreat. It's a journey of springtime for your soul. Lent is an opportunity for us to slow down. So this is a very special time where you are able to pause, take a breath, and see what it is that God may be touching your heart. Where is his hand reassuring you today? Last time, we talked about what it's like when life is hard and what can we do when it just feels so heavy. And we learned that God's presence is healing and that even Jesus needed someone in the moment that was most difficult for him. He didn't hide. He didn't try to lead our gaze away from. He didn't try to lead our gaze away from that moment. He felt he was at the edge of what was most fearful and certainty for him. He brought us into that moment in Gethsemane so that we will know there is nothing we are facing or that we need to go through that he will not draw closer to us. And there's nothing about ourselves, whatever shape we find ourselves in, that Jesus will not immediately embrace. So while the world turns from us, God turns toward us. Well, you know, the weight of the journey can feel heavy, but today we're going to explore the topic of stress, which is what do you do when you need someone? We see that Jesus needed somebody, but what about us? What is it that keeps us isolated and alone? Or maybe we have people around us, but we feel lonely. Well, we're going to learn. God just wants to lift that burden off of our shoulders. He wants to heal us of that shame. The feeling that maybe we're not okay will bring us a feeling of shame. And yet God says, we all need someone. You can hold on to me. So when the weight of the journey feels heavy and you feel alone, Jesus is pausing to whisper. You don't have to be unbroken to be loved. We all need someone. This is a beautiful psalm. I want to just usher us into today's soul care retreat. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. When they walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. There's a theme again on our journey towards the cross with Jesus, that the valley of weeping will become a place of refreshing springs. And I love this word pilgrimage in Psalm chapter 84, verse 5 to 6, because it says that our journey is going to go 
up and down through the valley. And it's not just the mountaintops that we find ourselves in. Faith is not just active and alive in the mountaintop experiences. And in fact, God's love carries us through the valley of weeping. There's a beautiful quote by the author Marilyn Robinson. She says, I'm writing this in part to tell you that if you ever wonder what you've done in your life, you have been God's grace to me. Who has been that person of God's grace to you? We all need someone. This is a beautiful, lonely, hard, and easy truth. Beautiful if you have someone. Lonely if you don't. Hard for the times you'd rather not need anyone. Easy for the times when someone you need needs you too. When my first book was published, you might have seen me with my loving husband, Eric. I wrote Finding Spiritual White Spaces about creating space in your life for rest. And you might see that I have a husband, two beautiful kids, Josh and Caleb. And you might have thought I ought to have been happy. I was, but I want to confide in you. I want to tell you that the journey to really becoming God's beloved, to truly finding your voice may inevitably lead you back to the parts of your story. People, experiences, conversations, or situations you would rather avoid. They're painful, but honest. And you may be tempted to choose safety, which is to hide, to stay quiet and not need anything, not need anyone. And you just push through rather than being vulnerable and real. But you may be at a point on the journey. Maybe you're at a fork in a road where you realize that maybe you have to make some hard decisions where there are no certain outcomes, whether it's a conversation a job situation, a relationship in your family, a friendship, a church situation. I don't know what it is that's making it difficult for you to figure out on your own. But you may have to take up a cross that's hard to bear. Maybe like me, at that time, it was my body, my health. And in order to follow God where he wants to take you, you will need to go through this uncertainty and maybe even loss. Even though you know God is with you and faith is going to get you through, you cannot avoid the hardness of the journey. And even though there's so much to be thankful for and you are grateful for how God is walking you through it, you cannot deny the weight of the cross that's on your shoulders. Friend, the hardness of the journey does not mean you're on the wrong path. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Are you carrying a cross today? Are you carrying the cross of a burden 
that maybe God is guiding you towards or through? Is there a decision you need to make? Is there something you need to face? Is there an action you've been avoiding? What is it that's making this journey difficult for you? Well, God calls you to experience being his beloved, to step out and make choices that maybe you've never made before. And I think through this pandemic, so much has changed that we don't even know what our new normal is. There's no reference point. So I think it's safe to say we're all in the same boat. To say no, maybe it's more comfortable for you to say yes. Or maybe you need to say yes today rather than waiting until a better tomorrow. It's hard. Who are we to call ourselves beloved in light of our brokenness? Right? Maybe we think, oh, I need to wait until I'm ready to say no. Or maybe I need to wait until I'm ready to say yes to whatever it is that God's been putting on your heart. It's the same question launched at Jesus by the Roman soldiers who put a staff in his hand to mock him as king, crushed a crown of thorns onto his head and whipped him, then threw him out of the praetorium. The praetorium was the governor's hall where Pontius Pilate issued Jesus the death sentence, where the soldiers assaulted Jesus emotionally, hurling wounding words targeted to bring him shame and humiliation. It wasn't enough to break his body. They wanted to break his heart and his spirit with their words. They mocked him. Who are you to call yourself king? Maybe you have this sense of newness or you're, you're sensing this dare to change something, make a decision that has been very difficult. And yet there is a mocking voice that says, who are you to fill in the blank? Well, after this abuse occurred in secrecy towards Jesus mocking him, Jesus took his steps through the very public streets of Via Della Rosa in front of everyone. Luke tells us in chapter 23, verse 26, when they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, coming in from the country and placed on him the cross to carry behind Jesus. Can you picture Jesus right now? It's in secrecy that he's been mocked. Isn't that often what happens to us when we're kind of fighting those critical voices? We're weighing all these different decisions we have to make. We're making them in the privacy and the secrecy of our aloneness. And yet here, do you see there's somebody that God's brought on his path? It's likely that following his beating, Jesus could not physically carry the cross all the way to Calvary. Jesus needed someone to help him carry that cross. In that moment, a man whose journey somehow crossed Jesus's path was pulled in to help him. We don't know if Simon even knew who Jesus was. Did they exchange even a single word? It's unknown. All we do know is that an ordinary person helped the Savior. Through one simple, understated act, a person became part of the journey with Jesus. It's okay to need someone, friends. Even Jesus needed help. Someone to carry the cross 
with him. When the cross is too heavy for you to carry, but you still want to be faithful to see the journey through, you should not be ashamed to need someone because we are still and always beloved. Is Jesus calling you to step forward on a journey that feels uncertain and daunting? Don't be ashamed at the weight of that cross or what others might say about you. Listen to Jesus assure you that he carries your emotional wounds so that you can be healed of all shame today. Listen now as we look at Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 to 5. Step into this scene where Jesus is having and needing somebody to carry his cross as he walks through the streets of Via Della Rosa. One look at him and people turned away. We looked down on him, thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains he carried, our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him. He took the punishment, and that made us whole. Surely our grief he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried, and by his wounds we are healed. Experiencing shame won't keep Jesus from you. He wraps his healing love around you. Keep stepping forward. Think of Jesus. Imagine how his steps on the Via Della Rosa were soaked in shame and emotional anguish amid the sea of wounding voices. Then think of Simon, who walked alongside him, carrying the cross for him. Jesus needed someone, and he doesn't want you to journey alone either. Friend, Do you need that welcome hand of someone to help you? You are not alone. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. For today's soul care practice, I have two. One is to light a candlelit prayer. Research shows that even lighting a candle as you see that light flickering, That flickering of light is calming rather than fluorescent or bright lights. Even lighting a candle, interestingly enough, can be a prompt for us to just soften. I'd love to invite you to use lighting a candle to think of someone who has been there for you. Who are the Simons in your life? Who has been there? Picture them. What did they say? And what did they do? In that moment, you needed someone. This week, perhaps even today, light a candle to express the light they have been for you. Think of them. Thank God for them. Ask God to bless and protect them. Write a note to that friend who has helped you climb the hill of life. 
Research shows I shared in episode 17 in Love and Friendship. When we write a note to a friend, not only does a person who receive it experience a boost in serotonin, which is the happy hormone, but the person who's writing it, as you're writing it, you also get a boost of serotonin. It's wonderful because that note research has shown it gives the recipient more joy than a text or an email three times as much. So use this opportunity as God inspires you to write that note. The second soul care challenge I want to give to you this week is to schedule a coffee with a friend. Talk about how you're feeling, not just what you're doing. Friendship heals the soul. God created us for friendship. Just as Jesus named his emotions by sharing that his soul was overwhelmed with sorrow. In Matthew 26, 38, we can feel better by verbalizing our negative emotions. Don't hide your feelings. We talked about this last week about how the body actually responds to a state of calm once you name a negative emotions. Most of us would rather not say anything about what's bothering us. We are afraid that if we talked about it, we might feel worse. It's actually the opposite. When we talk about it, it becomes something that we process. It's interesting because there's something called avoidance anxiety. The more we avoid something that's actually on our hearts, the more that thought will start to gain a grip on us. You may not realize it because you're telling your mind not to think about it, but your body feels the stress. So take that time to make an appointment with a friend, have a cup of coffee, or you could just take a walk. That's even better. You've got two for one because 10 minutes of walking also shows it can relax and release stress. So friend, I'd love to ask you, how is God encouraging you to open up and share your heart with others? Sometimes we feel we need to be independent. We're afraid if we let somebody know that we need time with them, they might think we're not enough Those of us who are kind of used to being the encouragers, those of us who are used to giving the care and loving others, this is definitely how I feel. But in fact, I've learned that we're offering each other safety, offering each other friendship, and that is encouragement. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for walking the lonely, broken road so that I don't have to walk alone anymore. I need someone. I need you. Heal my feelings of shame. Give me courage to need others, to share my burdens, to trust again. Transform my brokenness to become a doorway of your love, to listen and be someone's friend, just like you. Thank you. Your love is amazing. You're my everything. I love you. Amen. Well, friend, I am enjoying so much your companionship on this journey towards Lent week by week. I hope that you are feeling refreshed because that's Lent. It's springtime for your soul. Well, next time we're going to be looking at the stress of what to do when you don't know what to do 
when you don't know what's the way ahead. And we're going to encourage each other on that topic. So invite your friends, sign up for the Lent devotional that I'm offering to you as a gift. Go to thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Again, go to thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. And join me over on Instagram. I'm sharing calming videos and encouraging posts to share with you. Remember that you're loved and you're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast, a production of LifeAudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. I found myself on a ledge, three stories high, at some condominiums, contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yant. I'm a caring father mentor, and friend in my new podcast, Billy and the Goat. I share the life-changing events that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com.